Welcome to episode five of Didn't Know, a podcast about things you never knew you wanted to know. I'm Alessio Danini, joined by my friend and co-host Brad Ball. Brad, we've uh, we've actually gotten our, our schedule together relatively well. I'm proud of that. How you doing? Doing pretty good. I'm doing on schedule. I look outside and it's raining. It's pretty different from uh, the other days that we've recorded before, but um, here we are together. So, what matters? How are you? Uh, I'm I'm doing pretty well, and and I'm gonna be honest. I'm not sure how I feel about our uh, our our topic this week, in the sense that I wish I could have kind of. Um, done a bit more research into it and found dug up some of the really interesting interesting facts but maybe we'll revisit it someday but i think what we have is interesting because it kind of gives us uh, an opportunity to have a more open discussion more of a back and forth which i think sometimes uh we lack so i'm excited for that um why don't you why don't you give us the give everyone the rundown on on what we're talking about today? Yeah, so we are keeping it more of an open discussion because um we are just kind of going over some universal averages, I guess you could call it. Um so averages around our world in different countries in specific cities and uh we just kind of want to throw out our ideas and throw out, see what we found interesting and hopefully it catches on with some of our audience and we want to start a discussion in the comments please tell us if you know of some kind of statistics out there in the world that just throws everybody off their seats and um, tell us what's your favorite universal average so i'm going to jump in right away i want to talk about birthdays because this one threw me off i don't know what uh, your speculation might be for this, but the three most common birthdays are in September on the 12th, 19th, and the 9th being the three most common dates. So out of the 10 top most popular birthdays in the world, nine of them even take place during September with the only other date not in September being July 7th. So what what's what's up? What's, what's eight months before September, you know? Um, I think what going is back to February? <laughs> is that Valentine's? Is that why? Oh shit, dude! It's Valentine's Day. It's that's got to be it, right? That, that that's the only explanation that I have. So kicking that it off with our it. first universal average, um, the highest average of birthdays. Hold on, wait. The highest number of birthdays is in September. That's. The weird thing, the the interesting thing, and the thing I love about these like averages is that based on someone's experience, like the the real average across the board when we talk about the entire world is going to be so different from from what you expect it to be. I mean, depending on your your circumstances. I mean, some parts in the world you'd be closer to others just because of the sheer amount of population, but but stuff like this, the the September birthday and you know it's got to be because of valentine's day right or, you know love is in the air is what valentine's you... day like celebrated across the world oh god i can't answer that question i, I would assume so <laughs> i mean i think it goes on in like europe as well but i i mean outside of that i don't know yeah but most of the populations of the world is in asia right right i don't know man 
So that's our that, that's my though. assumption is is uh, it's because of Valentine's Day in February. Everybody's making babies to be made in September. Everybody's and making babies in February. <laughs> odds are, if you know somebody, uh, just if you know anybody, period, their birthday's in September. Is is your birthday in September, Alessio? My my birthday's in April. It's actually coming up. Uh, by the time this podcast is out, um, my birthday will be uh, two days past. I'm going to forget it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. So if, if it's not in September, uh, then I'm not going to acknowledge your birthday anymore. I don't even know my okay. own birthday. That's in October, That's actually. I just missed the mark. Wow. What's your findings? Did you find some uh, interesting averages around the world that kick us off? Yeah, yeah. Um, I found some interesting ones. Did you know that the uh, the average person will, will spend 25 years asleep? 25 years of their life. Asleep, like eyes closed, asleep. unconscious. Yeah, man. Does that sound like a good way to spend your time? Doesn't to me. No, I think I should. we should just strike against sleep. Just strike against sleep. You know, it, we'll forget the fact strike. that after like, oh, what is it, like 73 hours or 72 hours without sleep, you start to have brain damage. We'll forget that. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's robbing your um, life. No, but that's, that, that's, that's really interesting. 25 years. And so, wait, I mean, 25 years on average, like what? what if you live less than 25 years? Okay, well, like, most people don't live less than 25 years, though, you know? <laughs> the average person, it's it's probably based on people who reach, like, seniority, you know, where you're, like, 65 plus, and you can say that you're, like, an old person. Okay, so I, I was trying to provide some context, so I guess that's, like, a third, or at least, at, at the very least, that's, like, more than a quarter of your life that you've spent sleeping. Yeah, of course. And it, yeah, it, it kind of stresses me out to think about that all the time that you miss sleeping, you know? Oh, man. You know what? That that makes me curious about like the average of how long you play video games for your life or like the average person that spends playing video games like or looking at their phone. That's a good question. How much time do you spend like per week on your phone? Because it tracks it now most most of the time. I know iPhones do. You can probably hear my keyboard going, but I, I, I <laughs> dude, I just really th thought about this and I needed to know. Um, this is not uh, reliable information. I just want to say that first. But word on the street is that the average male um, is spending 92 days over the course of his lifetime on the toilet. <laughs> um, the average female really weird that this this uh oh it's like a weird website that's centered around being an alpha male and shit so it doesn't it says the average woman spends 85 minutes a week on the toilet um <laughs> is which is which is almost half of the average male's um time spent on the toilet i don't know where this information is from is it could really be like an alpha uh, male it's a stance <laughs> i guess so <laughs> you know those cringy websites that are like you know how to be a man.com this is fucking it's australian source. too it's australian so you know <laughs> i mean fuck no but but um apparently the survey was uh 
conducted by uh, some some organization called Bath Store. Um, so take that with a grain of salt. Anyways, <laughs> strong research. Strong research. Oh, you know what? The website's Australian, and I can see you have something about Australia there on the on the Google Doc. Hit me with that. Yeah, so speaking of Australia, um, the largest average house size is actually in Australia with close to 2,500 square feet. So on average, um, the person if you live in Australia and you own a house, then uh, your average house size is going to be around 2,500 square feet, which is, you're sitting pretty nice, you know, at there. That's, I'd be comfortable moving to Australia with that knowledge. Um, and uh, second place is America at roughly 2,100 square feet. And Canada is in third place, uh, just short of 2,000 square feet. And so um, to put it in perspective, if you were to go to uh, Japan, you could fit roughly eight to 10 average Japan homes into one Australian home. That's disgusting. It, it's, yeah, I mean, you, you see how tight those houses, those, um, I wouldn't even call it a house or a, or a home. I'd call it a living situation. Um, you see, have you good. seen pictures of that? It's, it's, it's quite literally a hole in the wall. I've where seen you sleep. bedrooms like in kitchens, essentially. Yeah. Which yeah, you could say, crazy. I mean, about, like that's like New York bachelor apartments or bachelor apartments anywhere, but just. Mm-hmm. I mean, having them like side by side is, yeah, that's super unfortunate. I, you know, my theory about the Australia thing is, um, nobody wants to live there. So how else are real estate developers gonna, <laughs> gonna, gonna lure people in? <laughs> that's all I can think of. Yeah. I so mean, uh, here's on. my theory. Nobody likes living there. I mean, would you like living in Australia aside from like, you know, the surfing and the, and the, I feel like you would surf if you if you had the opportunity. Oh, absolutely! Uh, the surfing and the like, fucking sun and like mountains and and nice scenery. You know what else you have? You have spiders the size of small birds that just live in your house, and that's the norm. You have poisonous animals. You have uh, drought. You have wildfires. Not a fan. I don't like it, m- many of those things. So, I think the biggest deterrent is is honest like like it's the animals and the insects like that that shit's crazy yeah dude yeah there's there's some dangerous stuff also like you know if you get lost in the outback good luck buddy good luck but uh there's a lot of land like that still here in north america i mean like you go into the oregon forest without a map good luck getting out yeah fair enough dude fair enough so uh, um, any anyways yeah yeah so going off of like the average house size um, it made me look into like the average income. Like, why is the average house size in Australia so much larger than uh, anywhere else? So um, I went on to income next, and I found that the highest average income is in Monaco, completely unrelated to any of the average house sizes. And um, the average in- yearly income in Monaco is one hundred and eighty-six thousand uh, dollars a year. Now that's U.S. dollars a year. But their average living expenses are also 60% higher than Canada and the U.S. And rent for a one-bedroom apartment averages around $5,000. So to also put it into perspective, the average income in the U.S. is around $65,000 a year with average rent for an unfurnished one-bedroom apartment being around $1,500. So 
even though the income in Monaco on average is way higher, so are their living expenses. Wow. I want to look at the rest of the list actually and just kind of see where else like incomes and uh, living prices well, are. I actually I actually looked into this and um the average um salary worldwide is is roughly it, it's it's actually surprisingly high. I thought it would be a lot lower. But it's somewhere in the ballpark of $18,000 a year, which, you know, I couldn't even think of living off of that in Canada where everything's so expensive, but <laughs> yeah, no. It's it's surprising. That is surprising, but I, I you have to take all the entire world into factor. Um, and okay, so that makes sense once you start looking at it in that general sense. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm just surprised. I'm surprised it's not lower, you know, because really, when you think about it, a a a, a vast um, majority of the world is living below the poverty line. Like it's it's not even close. And, and obviously, eighteen eighteen thousand dollars a year is below the poverty line by quite a bit. But, um, I, I guess it's just sur- it's just surprising because, well, I guess it's surprising until you think about China and India, where you know it, they're developing countries. Um, they're not completely undeveloped, and and they're far from completely undeveloped. And they both of those countries together have a majority of the world's population. So. Yeah, no, that's actually a really good point. It's, I mean, this whole discussion, once you start taking the entire world into context, there's always going to be those oddball countries that just, it throws the statistics off. But um, regard, we're still having this discussion here because um, it's interesting. That's exactly why. You're damn right. Okay, um, I'm going to hit you with one. Throw me a fastball. <laughs> sorry i'm just going through my list and i've compiled so many ridiculous ones i'll i'll give you a couple of interesting kind of disgusting well the the first one's disgusting the average human produces about um 25,000 quarts of saliva um per year oh or sorry not not per year in their life (laughs) Uh, it's in their life. It's not per year. That would be a little excessive. 25 quarts in their entire lifetime. So wait, court, can you put that in perspective? Like I know how many well, for leaders swimming that pools it, would that fill? Um, how many, well, how many, how many, how many liters of water are in a swimming pool? You've owned a swimming pool. It, it's, it's, it's around 23,000 liters, give or take a few hundred. Um, and that's that's uh that's from the top of my head. Okay, so that would Wait, how many liters? Around 23,000, 24,000. Probably closer to 24,000. Okay, so still like the average swimming pool you could fill w- one at least <laughs> with your saliva at over the lifetime. At least one. Wow. <laughs> Okay, but think of a saliva one? pool. That's what makes it so interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I wouldn't want to swim in it. I, I'd be interested to look at it maybe, but but uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Just one of those things um, you're like, huh, okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, here's something that kind of piggybacks off of our last episode. Um, The average human brain uh, in the course of a lifetime 
can store up to one quadrillion separate bits of information in its long-term memory. That's like the best and biggest computer ever. Yeah, dude. And it's right inside our head. Okay, well, that's pretty interesting. Oh, you were interested about... um, about phones, right? How much how much time people spend on their phone? Well, um obviously if you averaged it throughout all of humanity, it would be pretty close to zero because um you know, uh well, probably not pretty close to zero, but I'm sure um we're, we're somewhere in the ballpark of 40, 50, 60% of people not having cellular phones. It's possibly even higher. But the average American and I'm sure this would go for Canadians as well, uh, spends about five months of their life on their phone or on the phone in general. Obviously, like smartphones, as we know, it haven't been around long enough to actually study that. But yeah. Yeah, I feel like maybe I want to blame it a little bit on that because I thought the number might have been a little bit higher, like five months out of your whole life. Yeah, I thought it would have been a little bit higher especially with social media nowadays. So maybe we'll see that number go up. And I think, I mean, the number is continuously going up because like Mm -hmm. people just get phones at a younger and younger age. So yeah, I mean, we'll see where that number goes, but still five months out of your entire life on the phone, not, not to include in the argue that, you know, there's like essential family calls and business calls. But if we're just talking about social media, well, I don't know about social media, but um, it's it it just says it just says on the phone, so that could be you know calls. That's uh, extremely broad. Recreation, using a cellular device or or a landline, I'm sure is included in that. Video of some games sort. on the phone. Um, idea landlines with app stores and um, games. It's like we're traveling in reverse again. <laughs> that's called a video game console <laughs> okay. um so if we're talking about i mean like the average that each human produces of something then let's talk about garbage so the average u.s household takes out 4.5 pounds of trash every single day totaling to about 1642 pounds every year so every year, one U.S. household disposes of 1,642 pounds of trash. So uh, that's, uh, I don't even know, that's a lot of trash being disposed every single year. And that's just one country again, too. Think about all the trash in the world. Dude, the crazy thing, it's something like, it's something like um, 14 billion pounds of trash is in the oceans alone. So, like, if you think about it that way, it, it kind of puts into perspective, like, how ridiculous. Okay, wait. 1642 times, let's round to 330 million. I think that's close to the U.S. population, right? Yep, that's it. Just round down. <sighs> that's a lot of pounds, dude. Oh, shit. That's a lot of pounds. Okay, so (laughs) my point being, like, (laughs) there's so much fucking garbage in the ocean, and like, of all of it, the U.S. um, 
it surprisingly doesn't make that large of a portion. I mean, obviously there's still a large contributor, but, but if you take that into account, it, it's interesting to think about how much garbage is just being, you know, on average thrown out each day to account for 14 billion pounds of garbage being in the ocean. And that's the ocean alone. Obviously there's landfills. There's a lot of that doesn't go to the ocean, but Jesus. Exactly. So uh, I had to double down on uh, the disgustingness of average facts. The global rate for washing hands after using the bathroom is under 20%. Um, but something really important to note is that approximately 35% of the world does not have access to improved sanitation, but I was, I was going to say that I was, I didn't, I wasn't reading ahead from where you were going. Cause I want these to kind of sort of be a surprise. As soon as you said the under 20% thing, I was going to say, yeah, but there's, you know, there are a lot of places in the world where you don't have access to, you know, exactly a sink. With running water. Or like anything, like even hand sanitizer at the very least, like any type of sanitary uh, device after using the washroom. But still to put it into context, out of that 65%, I mean, even less than 20% is washing their hands after using the washroom. Yeah, how about that? (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) Why, Why would they? That's another, that's like the saliva fact i mean like like, why who's recording that i'm not saying i'm i'm part of the percentage that doesn't wash their hands after the after going to the washroom but like i'm gonna be honest if if you've if you say that you always wash your hands after going to the washroom you're lying why are you arguing this you're i'm just saying you're lying like if, if you say that you've never forgotten or sometimes, Oh, you know, you just took a piss. You didn't get anything on your hands. You're in a, you're in a rush (laughs) devil's advocate. Okay. You're lying. If you say that you you're lying, if you say that you always wash your hands after going to the washroom, I'd say some people's rate is even as low as 50%. Well, and that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's probably like lower than 50%. If like a polar walked up to them and was like, Okay, so uh, yeah, how many times after you take a piss do you wash your hands? And buddy's like, uh, like uh, not 65, really. Uh, 23.4 repeating percent? <laughs> repeating. <laughs> repeating, of course. Okay, but if it's below 50%, that's already sus. That's all I'm going to say. Alessio, no more devil's advocate here. Oh, and okay, fine, fine. Disgusting. Cue the, <laughs> cue the disgusting sound effect. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Um. <laughs> okay. So, um, another popular one that I think is one that we definitely can't skip over is uh, talking about crime rate and just like you know ideas around crime around the world. So, um, crime rate first of all is determined by dividing the number of reported crimes by their total population. And then you take that result and multiply it by 100,000. So the highest crime rate in our world is Venezuela with a crime index of almost 85. Um, So that's quite high. And uh, if you want to look at the incarceration rates to kind of see the connection, there isn't really a connection because the highest incarceration rate is in the United States with 655 people arrested per 100,000. And then you look at the 
crime index for the United States, and it's just it's not even in the top ten. I mean, it's just way, way, way down the list. So, why are all these people incarcerated? I mean, I think we know the answer to that. But yeah, I think I think um, the whole U.S. justice system is is a, and especially the prison system itself is a whole other can of worms. But whole other bucket. I will say. I thought it was uh, Honduras, not Venezuela. Or, uh, or is Honduras at- the murder rate? It might be the murder rate. It might be Honduras. No, actually. It's um, Los Cabos, Mexico. And also number two is Venezuela. What? Wait, are we talking cities or are we talking countries? I mean, we're talking countries here. Well, wait, I'm... Well, Los Cabos, Mexico isn't Oh, it's actually El Salvador. Okay, so homicide rates. This is this is 2021 World Population Review, reputable source. Um it, it is um it is El Salvador by a by a wide margin. Holy crap. Okay, get this. Um El Salvador, and this is homicide, not any other type of crime, just homicide, right? Killing other people. Venezuela is third. With uh, 56.33 uh, per 100,000, right? Honduras is uh, second with 56.52 per 100,000. El Salvador, 82.84 per 100,000 people at number one. That's a big jump. That is a big leap. Right? Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, as you were saying, um, I mean, I was just talking about how America has the highest incarceration rate when there are so many more dangerous places around the world. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to talk about it sometime. Maybe. But uh, to bring it back onto something more lighthearted, um, since the... <laughs> <laughs> English, English, maybe you can do it. Since (laughs) pre-kindergarten, the average student in North America will have taken over 100 mandatory tests. You just you just go through your whole education career pathway, and by the very end of it, you will have done over 100 mandatory tests. And is this including like university college situation, or or just like pre-K to like grade 12 till the end of high school? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't know if I'm surprised or not, but it's definitely weird to have it in perspective. You know, I I honestly feel like it could be higher, weirdly enough, because when you think about it, okay, how many tests do you have in an average class, right? Let's say you have five tests throughout the year, and then in high school, you have six because there's an exam at the end, right? Okay. And you take how many subjects per school year? It it would add up, Five you know. Six. So say you say you have your math, your science, your English, your. For us, we had French. Your we had mandatory music class in elementary school too. If you have you know five or six or seven tests per year. That adds up pretty fast. That's all I'm saying. But I mean, still a hundred. I it, it it's interesting to see it in perspective for sure. 
Because you don't really think about it while you're taking all these tests, right? No, of course not. I mean, like over the, over the scope of time, that's that's uh, 100 tests in total sounds like a lot. But I mean, yeah, you're doing like five tests per month because it's like one per subject. Yeah, it, it adds up quickly. But um, this is my way of saying ban all mandatory tests, any test. No, just kidding. Not any test. There are a lot of important tests in the world. I just yeah, come on. Like turn it. What's wrong with wait? I I want to know what's wrong with tests because I feel like I mean the the whole education debate is is you know much like the prison thing. It's a whole other can of worms. But do you really are you are you just you know joking around or like do you actually think tests shouldn't be be a thing in school? I think I'm there's curious. a time and a place for tests. I don't say ban all tests in school, but um. Why, like, what is the point of having a test that is an open book when majority of careers, you have access to that information immediately? I mean, there's definitely like occupations where, you know, you can't just look up like how to connect a wire for electricians and most of the trades, but there are plenty of occupations where it like testing is just not needed for your life. <laughs> to put it in general, I mean, and so basically with, um, like, I think tests uh, for some people have more negative than positive effects, especially when, I mean, it has such a grand, like, effect on their grades in the end. I mean, like, you could be doing these assignments, group assignments, or, like, these papers that can be done over the length of weeks with, like, access to research right away, and then all of a sudden you do this test or a final exam that's worth, like, 30% of your grade and you have to do it in two hours at a desk with no other information and um, It could just it ruins like lives and opportunities for people That's my in-depth thought about testing. I See where you're coming from. I, I don't know if I agree fully I agree with some of the points you made but but I, I okay fair enough fair enough I see where you're coming from well, I hope that whole discussion make it doesn't make it in because that is a whole other can of worms for another episode. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that that statistic opened up a little bit of uh, more in depth discussion. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll, I'll I'll give you one before we because I see you have you have one more and I like it and I want to leave it for the end because it's, it's cute. Thank you. But um, I, I'm I'm gonna hit you with a couple more before we get onto that. Okay, so um, <laughs> the average person over the course of their lifetime will consume um, 35 tons of food. 35 tons? Yeah, man. I mean, once again, tons. you have to think about it in like the grand aspect of your lifetime. I understand it. But just when you hear 35 tons of food, oh, like, oh, think about a visual pile of that amount of food. Yeah, dude. And no, it, it's a ridiculous amount. That's massive. And, and I, I, I thought that one was interesting because, I mean, provided that this is a global average, which, I mean, the source says it does. Um, despite that being massive, you, you have to think of, like, how much higher it actually is when it comes to developed countries. Because there are, you know hundreds of, of completely undeveloped countries where people struggle to eat every day or barely scrape by. And, and 
if they're being added to this average, that that kind of you know <laughs> paints a shocking picture about how much people in in our corner of the world eat. You know. Yeah, it, it and that kind of brings it back to one of those. Uh, it, like, there's always going to be statistics in those oddball countries that absolutely throw the average off, and um, <laughs> you know, like they have their explanations, but you, they just don't go with the flow, and um, that's a huge thing for the amount of food consumed because, like, geez, the spectrum yeah, of how much that changes across the world is uh, drastic. Yeah, for sure, and um. My last one. This is this is the the last thing I'm going to force you to listen to out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> this one's kind of sweet. You know, we, we we're going full circle. We talked about Valentine's Day. We talked about you know love being in the air. Yeah. Um, even though <laughs> neither of us were born in September, no. and Valentine's Day is is very far off. The average person spends two weeks of their life kissing. Two weeks of their life like, kissing and like five months of their life on the phone. Yeah, I feel like we could cut down on on some of these average time sinks and probably do more kissing. I feel like the world would just be a better place. Yeah, I um, think some of these can just some of these numbers can just be adjusted. Yeah, we can allocate some time a little differently. So, everyone, um, I hope you do more kissing. That's, with people that you like. That's the message of this. And even to lead off <laughs> to lead off of that, um, you know, some more happy statistics. Uh, let's talk about uh, some self-esteem. So measuring it around the world, although this information is a little bit outdated coming from 2005, um, but the countries with the highest self-esteem are Serbia, Chile, and Israel. Whereas we look at the opposite end where with the countries with the lowest self-esteem, and those are hong kong bangladesh and japan so i mean i i i start thinking about why but i don't know enough about these places um and so i think about you know like what would make my self-esteem happy here you know having a good job uh knowing knowing things that i want to know <laughs> so an education and a career really like kind of following my passion so i, I can only guess that like something to do with their education system or their parenting over there has to be done well in those three highest self-esteem countries, Serbia, Chile, and Israel. Um, what do you gather from that? I think, okay, based on what I know about Hong Kong and Japan, um, culturally, I, I, I totally think it's a cultural issue. Um, not to rag on any specific culture or, or group, Makes sense. I mean, like, but I I definitely think, yeah, yeah. And, and, and from what I know about, um, uh, not so much Bangladesh, but Hong Kong and especially Japan, there is a lot of societal pressure, um, on people in, in so many aspects of their life. You know, uh, you have to act a certain way. You're expected to do certain things. You're expected to accomplish certain things, um, for your family, um, for your legacy, legacy is a very big thing. Um, and you know, if you're not some superstar wonder child, um, who's wildly successful, that can kind of weigh on you. And, and I mean, that weighs on people, 
in other parts of the world. I'm sure there are plenty of Serbians and, and Israelis and Chilean people out there who struggle with their self-esteem even a little bit because, you know, they don't live up to the expectations either their families or, or their society has for them. But I think those expectations are much more um, strict and much they're, they're pushed upon people a lot more in the places with lower self-esteem. And, and I, I would honestly, I would bet money that that's a driving factor for sure. Very interesting. Very interesting. Well, I'm going to tip it off there then with the end of, uh, my interesting averages, but, um, yeah, I mean, this was really fun just to kind of look around and I learned a little bit, but, uh, I also kind of laughed a lot because some of these stats with like the average trash and like the average amount of tests and you talking about the average amount of like saliva produced in a lifetime like dear god so um although we don't exactly have much to take away from this discussion i think we had fun while we were talking about it huh alessio yeah dude i i had a good time and um i, I kind of like the the looser way we took this because I, I think it, I think it provides for some, for some interesting discussion. That's all we've got for today. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or wherever else you find your podcasts. But most of all, make sure you check out our website at didn't know podcast.com. I'm Brad Ball. I'm Alessio Danini. We hope you learned something. Thank you.